a great and mysterious power is using us, is moving us, is transforming us. Even though most of the time, many of us will not even be aware of the presence of that power. But it has brought us all here. It has configured our lives. It has created our ability to understand what we do understand and is gradually opening our consciousness to understand ever more of the nature of this great power and the reality that this power creates sustains and destroys and recreates anew at ever higher levels of beauty and the revelation of truth. But although this power moves us, it does so from behind or from deeper within than we ourselves have reached. And if we wish a direct encounter with this great presence, if we wish to know fully the truth of this great being, who is our being, then we must take a step in the direction of this power. But that direction is not on this plane of space and time. The entire difficulty comes in the discovery of the direction. From which this power is reaching us. And moving through us. And part of the reason that we cannot seem to locate this power is that we are trapped in the semantics and the syntax of our current structure of language, which limits our capacity for meaningfulness. We can only grasp meanings that are within the frame of reference of space and time. And this power's truth is beyond that frame. 
in order for us to get beyond that frame, that prison of our consciousness that limits our event horizon and makes us blind to the presence of this great power and causes us to act unconsciously and impotently to change the nature of the irresistible impulses that are embedded in the false consciousness that we have identified with. We must begin a quest of the truth by questioning the preconceptions that we take most for granted. Those preconceptions include the implicit belief that you are the bodily organism that you appear to be operating and through which you sense this manifold of the phenomenal plane constructed out of the sensory impressions and the mind's interpretations of them. And so the first question of the quest must be, who is the operator of this organism? But that question cannot be answered because the first obvious answer is that the mind is operating the body. But who is operating the mind? To whom do these thoughts that arise really occur? And are you the creator of your thoughts or the victim of your thoughts? And your emotions and affects and proto-affects? and impulses and drives. Are you the mind or is the mind actually an alien entity that is moving the body through space and time in ways that you wish it would not, but cannot overcome because you are identified with that very force? which is the structure of language charged with the emotions of trauma and the signifiers of identity with which your consciousness has become fused. And so the first step of the quest is to refuse, to be fused with language and to ask the question, to whom do these thoughts appear?
And once it becomes clear that the self cannot be the mind, cannot be the thoughts, those are conditioned. Language itself is learned from outside. And the values that are inherent in the semantics of language and the structure of reality that is structured by the syntax of language divided into subject and object, determine the ways that the world appears and is interpreted, or even that there is a world to be interpreted. The dilemmas, the enigmas, the undecidable questions with which the mind is obsessed cannot be answered from the level of the mind itself, which has caused the very problems and enigmas in which you are trapped. And thus consciousness must realize itself as a supramental reality. Once there has been a clear pushing off from language, a separation and a cut of identity, from the words and images that flow through the mind, there can be accurate observation of the ego complex that has usurped that plane of consciousness and controls the mentalization process. And that entire ego complex dominated by the weak and demanding child and the severe punishing superego and the superego that demands jouissance and instant gratification and the superego that demands the submission to the system and all the nested systems of the phenomenal plane must be recognized as an alien mental virus which is the cause of the sickness of the soul. When that complex of ego with its fear, its anxiety, its depression, its terror of loneliness and abandonment, its lostness without any sense of who it really is, has been disidentified from the supramental presence of the self will become attainable.
but one must be willing to abide in the emptiness of not knowing and not attempt to answer any questions in language because you will immediately be re-enmeshed in that illusion and none of the answers that are provided can be real. There must be an acceptance that consciousness must learn a new way to grok reality beyond the use of language. Because language in its current structure, its current logic, leads only to the false enmeshment in the phenomenal system that is at the point of its own self-destruction and cannot lead to liberation. It is in the freedom from the identification with the need to think through signifiers and instead to open up the capacity of intuitive knowing. Knowing that is received not from sensory impressions and linguistic interpretations, but directly from that power which has created them and of which they are all a reflection enables a spontaneous and instantaneous knowing of the real. It is the practice of this new form of consciousness which no longer requires thinking with signifiers which keep one at a plane of representation rather than the real, keep one alienated from the essence of being. That in that very release from the mind's illusion of reality, you discover what the real really And it is in this moment when there is emptiness of any identification or use of language and freedom from the ego complex that there can be a full turn to the power that enables the presence of our awareness and intelligence in its freedom to realize itself. And in this moment of utter openness to the unknownness 
of that which is the source of our capacity to know. The moment of grace of the entrance of that power we call Shiva into the emptiness as absolute fullness is realized. And it is this power alone that then dissolves forever the ego complex and installs a new operating system into the consciousness that is transcendent of the phenomenal ego structure and the logic of language in its current form and enables the activation of the latent higher abilities of consciousness and of organism and of the interconnectedness of all organisms into a superorganism that operates the entire web of nature, the entire cosmic web, the Mahasutratma. becomes coherent as the manifestation of a single intelligence. An intelligence that functions not through language, but through light through the emanation of a supernal light that carries information of a subtlety and a meaning moreness that language cannot imagine. We are beings of light who have forgotten our nature and forgotten how to understand the information flows that are being transmitted us constantly from that power that is the source of light, that is the sun of our inner being, that gives us life. that once we are able to harness and translate into a new vocabulary of consciousness that the light itself provides will nourish the soul and provide an alternative form of nourishment that is able to keep the organism functioning as well without the need of anything from the phenomenal plane.
which is only its own dream. And all that is, is received directly from the source rather than through indirect intermediaries, no longer capable of offering the nourishment that the soul requires. Nor the power that the soul requires to immunize itself from the poisons of this degraded plane. It is this transfiguration that produces a transmutation of the cellular structure of the organism as well as the cellular structure of the consciousness and brings about through the manifestation of this illumination the birth of a new world. It is this project, this force, this destiny that is moving through us now. And the more we open to it, the less we resist it, the more we humbly ask to learn from it, the more we become it. And the more we remove any sense of difference between the individual and the absolute. This is the culmination of Satyog.